Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're back down here in Porchville. What's up, Hell man? yeah. Do nice. I? It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood, another man. Another beautiful day. It's uh it's a crazy day, man. It's uh it's a uh, there's a whole lot of crazy going on in the world right now. We're going to talk much. a lot about it tonight. Um because it's kind of I mean it's what's it's what's happening. Uh You know what? I've said it a million times. Like this is the weirdest point in our timeline, like to ever. Yeah, it really is. Crazy shits happening in the world between COVID and all the riots and everything. It's it's just like absolute batshit crazy. And it just seems to just every 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 time you fucking turn around, it's something else. Something else is about the world's falling apart. I'm done with 2020. Can we just say hit the reset button? It's it's insane. That's the way I feel about it. Just hit the goddamn reset button. Um, by now, by the time people are hearing this, everybody's been pretty much, unless you're living under a rock, you, you pretty much know about Mr. George Floyd and what's going on in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, right now, it's Friday night, so it's been a couple of days um, that all this has been unfolding, and by the time everybody's listening to this, it's Sunday or Monday, depending on how... Uh, effectively my ass feels on Sunday. Um, but Minnesota's going, it's burning, man. Like it, It's going absolutely crazy. And, 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 and I'm watching, you know, I normally don't pull up the news, but I mean, I'm seeing, uh, you know, LA there's, there's riots in LA. There's, there's riots in Atlanta. It's, it's spreading and the shit, shit's going crazy. I don't know what's, I don't know what next, man. I really don't. But I want to, I want to say where the, where the, where, where all, all of this started um, with Mr. George Floyd. Um, that guy got murdered. There's, there's no two ways about that. Yeah, he did. They, they murdered him in the street. And and it was all on video. It was all on video. And I'm I'm happy that the cop that actually did it, uh, he did get arrested this morning. Thankfully, well this this evening, I believe it was. It, it was, was this evening. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it was only a few hours ago that. And what are you? What are, what are we doing? What the fuck are we doing as a as a society right now? None of this shit. <sighs> I, I, my brain's filled with nothing but frustration. Yeah, I think that's like the the only way that you can react with it is just it's just frustration. I mean, it's not just the fa- I mean, yes, I mean, like him getting murdered, like that would that absolutely terrible. But the way that people are reacting to it, and the the way that they are like trying to like justify like their actions. Well, you like, know, it just the, the jury's kind of split on it, honestly. Um, I've I've never been a fan of of looting and burning shit down when it doesn't solve anything. It, it doesn't. Um, and most time, I think I think usually it seems that most people sort of share the same sentiment. There's always a few that, no matter what, they're like, "Oh yeah, fuck it, let it burn." But I, I, by and large, I think most people don't want to see that happen. And this time. There's a lot of people that are just saying, "Man, just fucking let them burn it down." 
Who cares? Well, what's really what's really fucked up about it is that there's there's like I don't know if there's like white supremacists or like who who's doing it, but it's these white people that are like dressing up in like complete all black. Yeah, but that's not every fire that's being set either. Right. We right. have seen cases of that. The auto zone, the where where the auto zone, the guy smashes the windows. That guy was a fucking cop. That guy is a cop. There is there is evidence out there. I've posted it. There are text messages between his ex-wife and her friend asking, "Isn't this so and so?" Yes, it's it's him. Uh, that's that's his clothing. That's his mask. All this shit. That guy's a fucking cop. So they're they're trying to discredit like people that are actually protesting. Some of, but it's not. Yeah. It, again, it's but not what, everyone. What about all the motherfuckers that go outside of a Target and they stack up all the grocery carts and then pile up like wooden pallets on top of that and start them on fire just to burn them, just to yeah. see them burn. Yeah, like there's no point in it. No, they just want to watch it burn. Yeah, like what is well, this? Well, because like, they can get away with it right now. Is is this like fucking like Batman? Is, this, just, is this the Dark Knight? It's a. It's a. People know. When shit like this happens when when lawlessness rules for a short period of time. They can go out there and they can do stuff like this with little to no consequence. They just want to watch the world burn. Sure, why not? Got nothing better going. That's what. That's. I wish I, I. I wish I had a good like Michael Keaton accent. <laughs> but you couple this. They just want to watch the world burn, Mister Wayne. That was terrible. Yeah, I don't. I think you sounded Finnish or something. Yeah, I'm that not was, really that sure. Was, that was super terrible. But you couple this with the fact that everybody's been stuck in their goddamn house for months now. They're already angry, and, and it's pissed like off. it's like a perfect storm. And now, um, Phoenix, they're rioting in the streets of Phoenix. Um, I'm seeing that. I'm just. I've, I've got the news running in the background because, you know, they're just. One thing after another, it's just popping up. I I don't I don't know uh, I don't know what's next, but I didn't want to turn it off because uh, you know I'm trying to stay up to date on on everything that's going on. And uh, welcome to uh, another another day in the life of 2020. You couldn't write this shit. You know what's terrible is that like like. I don't I don't watch the news on TV. I don't I don't yeah. I don't do any of that. So my my only basis of like what's going on yep. is is through like social media. Right. Like on Facebook. So I just see all that stuff. And the craziest thing about that is that um Trump uh he he got censored on Twitter. He got censored and he, he got pissed. And flipped, and, and now he wants uh, to control social media. Well, there was some, there was some aspects, and I'm not going to pretend that I'm uh, literate enough on on the executive order that he signed, but it was a executive order basically that was giving protections to certain uh, Facebook, Twitter, you know, uh, stuff like that. The you know these large social media companies. It was giving them a. My understanding, my loose understanding, is that uh, it, w- it would allow them to, you know, s- uh, censor sh- in, in, in things like that, s- censor the content, I guess. And what this executive order did was effectively rolled that back, saying you're not allowed to censor certain messaging. Uh, I could be mistaken on that, but uh, and, and who knows? I didn't read it, so there there may very well be some other shit in there too that uh, 
you know, that's how it goes. They, that's how it always fucking goes. That's just another thing that adds to the craziness of our country right yeah. now, of our yeah. world. Yeah. I just like when the president starts like actually interfering with the uh, social media. Yeah. I in, in saying that he's going to shut it down. Like no, he's not going like, to shut it down. Get the fuck out of here with that. He, he fucking loves Twitter. Of course he does. He but loves to sit it. there and say that like oh, we're going to shut it down like that worried me because I mean like it or not, Twitter, Facebook, it is it is a private industry. It is a business. And now they're rolling it back. Who can keep up with that either? I mean, Trump is in his, like, what, he's in his 70s? I think so. And and he's like a master on Twitter. Oh, I, yeah. I don't even know what that is. I mean, like, I'm, I suck at Twitter. I don't, I, know, I don't know how to use it. I know how to post, but it's usually because I click a little button that says post to Twitter. That's it, so... Yeah, all right. <laughs> I, I don't I even don't, know how to do that. Yeah, me neither. And I, I think I'm pretty tech savvy. And I'm just sitting here looking at Twitter. And I'm just like, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand what this is used for. Well, one one person that I, I've been I've been exchanging some messages with back and forth uh, is uh, Brandon Dukes Green, who by now everybody's heard me talk about the he has a lot of the names. lost interview that was the greatest interview of all time that was a really good interview and i've been i've been talking with him and i reached out just the other day and and asked him based on the things that i've i've been seeing him post on social media um because reading what he what he wrote it 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 fucking moved me and i'm going to share it if he'll if he'll allow uh when he when he comes on with us, I, I, well, now I that's out. a little bit of peer pressure right there because now all of a sudden he's going to feel like, oh man, now I have to actually share this online. Well, I'm gonna, uh, I'll read it if if he'll if he's good with it, um, because it's a it's a pretty, it's a pretty remarkable thing that you know that he wrote and uh, it 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 just makes you think, you know, um, and we'll get we'll get more into it, but uh, you want to get him on the phone? Should we go ahead and? Call him up. Can I tell you one story real quick? Real quick. Uh, just to be a bit real quick. Of course. Story. All right. Um, Is so, it a good story? So you're a hairy bearded dude. Sure. Um, have you seen advertisements online from a company called Manscaped? No. It's a. It's like a. It's a an all body trimmer. What? That they sell. And did you buy an all body trimmer? I did. Are you what the what? All right, so it's, it's. Have you gotten it yet? Has it shown up? All right, so are you trimmed right now? So let me tell you this. Oh all my right, god! So I need a drink. It is very heavily advertised as trimming your your sensitive parts. You know your giblets. You know your cock. Yeah. Okay. Cock and balls. Right. Yeah. So I ordered one the other day, and it just came in the mail today. Mm-hmm. Batteries included or no? Uh, it's rechargeable. Ooh, it comes with a charging stand. Okay. And um, I tried it out, and I, I'll show you if you want. No, I'm I good. don't think you. I don't I'm think good. you want to. Yeah, but um, pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, it's called the Lawnmower 3.0. Okay. Yeah, and that, I. So, so where would you? How would you rate it? I would rate it a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Yeah. On the Porchville scale. Yeah. 
Manscaped. Manscaped.com. I, I got mine off of Amazon. We're not even getting fucking paid for this, folks. We should be. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, Manscaped.com. Call us. Have your people reach out to my people. Oh, which just me. Lawnmower 3.0. Ladies and gentlemen, check it out because it would probably be good for the ladies too because sometimes you need a little grooming down there too. I mean, I'm not going to tell you that like face to face, but. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't try that. I I came in tonight like really just like wanting to talk about. Like, I, I can tell because you'd mentioned like, hey man, I got something to talk about. Yeah. So, um. All right. Well. And now let's talk to Brandon after I talked about my junk. Let's get Brandon on the phone here. You know what I'm going to do though? We're recording right now. I'm not fucking stopping. I'll trim this up later. Did but, you uh, did you actually hit the record button? Yeah, we're recording. We're recording. All right, did you hit all the check marks? I did. I did. We right. are we uh <laughs> Oh god, now you make me want to stop and listen back to it. <laughs> it makes me fucking nervous. <laughs> oh shit. Should we stop and listen to it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to. Oh. This makes me fucking terrified. No, I think we're we're good. We're 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 firing on all cylinders here. So it kind of makes it a little bit more exciting. Like, oh, what's going to happen if we lose a second one? Like, I, I just I don't even know what to say at that point. We're probably never going to get Brandon back. Probably not. <laughs> let's uh, let's give him a call here. Hello, Brandon Dukes Green. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Fantastic, man. How are you? I am. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? I'm I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know. We are we are recording. Um Okay. I didn't want Are you sure? I didn't want to leave it to chance. So I made sure <laughs> we went in already recording. So I, I love how he okay, just great. like came in like, Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, fool me once <laughs> for shame. Or, you know, whatever W Bush said. But yeah, um, Cool man, it's good to hear from you guys again. Yeah, you too. And I and I can tell you, I'm actually seeing your voice registering on the wave file as it records. So I, I can <laughs> okay, tell you, so it's, it's there. Are in progress. <laughs> That's so, a good sign. And now I'm just going to leave this alone and, and just uh, walk away from it. So um, <laughs> cool. So Brandon, we've been talking uh, about the world, man. And yeah, you know. I, I know you and I we've we've uh we've exchanged a few messages here and there on Facebook past few days and uh right. um I just gotta tell you I read I read your post the other day and yeah. it was it was a very very touching post. It was very um it was it was very moving, you know, and and I and I don't say that lightly because that's just not really my right. thing. Uh, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't know if it's if it's okay. I mean, would you mind if we shared it on on the podcast or? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't have a problem with that. Okay. Um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and read it real quick. And uh, okay. Um, this is Brandon's words, and um, I just I was this really struck struck me. So I'm gonna read it for you. Um. So by this point, I've been held at gunpoint by the cops two or three times. I've been harassed by cops for just walking down the street, minding my own business about five times. 
On each occasion, I wasn't sure if I'd be making it home. On most of them, especially the ones involving guns, I was nervous and the cops mentioned my nervousness as if they meant I had something to hide and not simply in fear for my life. I don't watch the videos, not Ahmaud Arbery, not George Floyd, but I feel the pain every time one of these stories comes up. I don't really have a point here other than frustration, but if I do lose my life in one of these instances, no forgiveness for cops, use the opportunity to bring up systematic issues that I've always been against. Anytime someone tries to slander me for anything in my past, post pics of me for being creative, being happy with my family, and hanging out with white people. Humanize me because society does everything it can to dehumanize us even after they kill us. Man, you made me almost tear up at my own fucking words. Uh, yeah, and I, um, that, uh, I just felt the need to say that it was like early in the morning, that morning after all that was kind of going down and just woke up and needed to get that get that off my chest. So I'm glad that, you know, some, some people like really heard me and, uh, and felt, felt those words. You know what? What struck me most about it, um, and it does it 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 moves it moves me to tears rereading it for like the ninth time. Um, but something something that really stu- I, don't, I don't I don't riled up in me was the memory that it, that it invoked when I read it was, and I think we, we may have talked about this on our lost interview. Um, how when I was a kid growing up in my neighborhood, we would get stopped by the cops all the time, you know, very regular. And we were just a bunch of kids hanging out, doing nothing Friday night, Saturday night, walking around. And, you know, we weren't, we weren't troublemakers. We, we just, we weren't, we weren't doing anything literally just walking down the street. Just kids doing nothing. Yeah. Cause there's nothing to do. Exactly. <laughs> we'd get stopped. We'd cooperate. They'd take our, all of our information down. Um, any distinguishing features and all that stuff. And, you know, as irritating as all that was, there was never once that I ever, for a second, thought that I might not walk away from that. Right. And... Yeah, that's... Wow. I... It... Never. The, the, you know... It's um, crazy. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's such a different, you know, just the experience of like having to, like, you know, it, I think when you grow up black, especially a black boy, you, you see cops and immediately like you're, you know, the antennas go up, your hackles go up and you're yeah. just anticipating whatever shoe is going to drop next. So like to hear that, like you have, you know, I've had those similar experiences being with friends and they yeah. come around and they take down all your information, yep. but never without the fear of, I, I might not leave this on my own two feet, you know? Yeah. I think that, I, that just to me says so much about the current state of everything. I mean, no. And that was that was twenty something years ago, you know. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing; it, it hasn't changed. Like over time, it evolves. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, certain mindsets, whatever that fear is, uh, whatever that is that just exists in people, it it continues to exist and might you know display itself in different forms. But it's not a thing that goes away. I can't say how many times I've had 
conversations with like white friends, especially like like the parents of my white friends. Yeah. Like who in the last several years are just like I just had no idea it was this bad, and it's like, right. yeah, it's always been this way. And they're like, well, I thought we like fixed it in the '60s, and it's like, no, like yeah. it's because you don't see things or hear about them as much. Or just because there's not rope in a tree involved doesn't mean it's not a lynching. You yeah. know, it's this, it, it's such a complicated, you know, the, with the the legacy of race and where we are in America, it's like things have never gotten properly addressed for so long. And now we're just in this world where everybody's screaming at each other and nobody can really hear any anything clearly. It's extremely frustrating. Yeah. And I think social media only, it, it both makes it more known but it also compounds the confusion. Yeah. So, like, there's that gift and the curse aspect to that as well. But obviously, it's a good thing that these things are being videotaped. 100%. People are seeing it. People are understanding it. And then at the same time, it's very sad that it took videotapes to get here. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, jo- we joked last time when we did the interview how, how well that interview went. And it was just, <laughs> like, we all felt really good about it. And, like, how we were going to do it soon in the next one. It wouldn't be as good as that, but it would be a tribute, and yeah. it would be you know the tenacious D style. But it's like, well, this isn't this isn't the tribute yeah. <laughs> or yeah. the greatest podcast in the world. This is uh, uh, sad ramblings of people trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> but that's and that's what that's I just feel like that's what 2020 has been, and, and and you know I mean it just seems like what else is gonna fucking go crazy. I, I don't know where I don't I don't, I I just don't know, man. That's like what I was talking yeah, and about. That's the before. thing, right? It's, it's just, like we need a it's, reset. It's effect, like this has just been building up. Like all of yeah. these things have been building up. Like you know, Trump dismantling these, yeah, you know, these. Uh, I'm losing my words, but you know, like all these things in place to have like pandemic responses and the global right. pandemic response team. And it's like, well, he just did away with so much of this shit. Just, for whatever Trump reason, yeah. and it's like, well, all of these things are kind of where we are. So it's, I, I feel that 2020 feels like a series of disasters after disaster, but it's really just, you know, the snow that's been rolling downhill for so long. It's just that mm-hmm. the ball's a lot bigger now. I've and never it, seen snow, so I just made a reference <laughs> about snow, and I don't know. <laughs> and just, I don't know if anybody I, can relate to that. Like, I, <laughs> I, 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 I spent some time in Flint, Michigan when I was a kid. So, so yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a little familiar with snow. And, and <laughs> Matt here, you know, Matt, you ever seen snow? Oh, oh do I have I ever seen snow? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I've seen snow. It just your voice sounds like you've yeah, seen just, snow. Yeah, just listen to me talk. <laughs> it sounds like snow. If if snow had a sound, it'd be my voice. <laughs> oh, um, how's how's uh, how's your family doing with 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 all the Corona stuff? Is, is you guys still uh, locking down over there pretty good? Or yeah, you know we're still we're still locking down. Like I said, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of my family is they're uh, at risk and you know older, you know sick and whatever. So we're all oh. taking it very seriously because that's the thing. Like you don't know what other people are doing and the precautions other people aren't taking so it's that huge gamble yeah. it's like even if you think you know like i it's funny in the first couple of weeks i was ordering food out more like i was having yeah like i was like picking things up or whatever having them delivered but now i don't even like do that i'm just cooking a lot more. yeah same here for whatever reason I, but I, like I, I, yeah I yeah the idea like of going that to any fast food. i hate it i hate it it makes me cringe a little bit 
And, it makes a crunch. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I do know this. You know, the next interview we do, we got to get together. We got we got to toast a glass together yeah. at some point. You know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's poetic, right? Like, yeah. The first one is a waste. Like the second one is just kind of real and yeah. kind of dealing with some real issues, and then the third one we can actually sit down because we've never met face to face before. Right. So yeah, no, I, yeah, man. I'm like I said, hopefully pretty soon, you know, sooner rather than later. But but I'm glad that you did uh, hit me up after you saw the post, and I, I, it, it does feel right to kind of talk about this this week. Yeah. You yeah. know, the last time we we talked about Ahmad Aubrey and yeah. Uh, Arbery, and, and it's always hard for me to talk about these things without bringing up Trayvon. So we talked about that for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's it, it feels a little bit full circle. It makes sense to kind of be, you know, talking about you know this crazy week. What's been going on now? Well, and the uh, you know the thing is is that the the like with George on... Floyd, I just want to, to to say his name real oh, quick. Absolutely, right? absolutely. We we've said it numerous times. Um, yeah. You know. And, and 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 you know things keep popping up now. Um, I saw an article that was released about the officer and well, the former officer um, and Mr. Floyd. I, I guess they work together. Have you seen that? Yeah, seen apparently. That? Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that a little bit ago. Apparently, they worked security in the same place. Yeah. But there's a question as to whether they actually met each other. Right. But, you know, I'm sure. It, 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 you know, I feel like at some point they saw each other. I'm sure. Yeah, that's 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 an interesting little little connection there. Yeah. And when you're in, when you're when you're a cop and you're in that situation and you've got that guy under your fucking knee, he doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't recognize him. He doesn't take a second to look right. at who the fuck he is. Like, right. Clearly, he didn't he because he didn't humanize him at all. Like yeah. he he didn't give a shit. And I just yeah. <laughs> he didn't give a shit. Uh, the people standing around him didn't really seem to give much of a shit. And yep. I think that's well, one of the most infuriating things is people are so quick to like defend the officers and whatever. Like, oh, they have this dangerous job and right. risk. It's like, yeah, okay, but also that makes they have a higher responsibility, right? Yeah. Like, like this is the thing they're supposed to be protecting and serving all of us. So they have a higher responsibility yeah. to make sure that people are coming home right. after their interactions with them. Like, oh, I accidentally kneeled on him too yeah. hard, and he's dead now. Well, that's, it's like, no, you, that's should right. be, you should know when to use force of a certain strength and when not to. And, like, yeah. accidentally killing some, somebody isn't a thing that should really ever happen, really, right? Like, well, and what I told, what I told my wife, the, the day that this happened... You know, I, I read your post. She came home. I read it to her. I was like, Katie, you gotta, you gotta listen to what Brandon wrote here. It's incredible. I read it for her. We sat here. We talked about all this shit for, you know, a couple hours, and uh, mm. that was one thing that I had said to her as well was that, you know, if you're a cop, your job is not to fucking kill people. You know, your job yeah. is to restrain people, hold people, arrest people. You know, nowhere in there are you, you know, the judge, jury, and the fucking executioner. So yeah. You I mean, you have that if your job tasers, is to hold got, somebody, you know, that they would. Ways to disable people without right. <laughs> but you crippling would, but, them for life or killing exactly. them. Exactly. It's, it's infuriating. You would think that they would be good at being able to do that. That well, makes see, sense to me. Yeah, right? Like, that see, feels like, like I, common sense. See, like, I was, uh, I lived in Virginia for a couple of years and, and I was a bouncer. Mm-hmm. 
at a really popular sports bar and you know things would get kind of rowdy from time to time and there was there were certain bouncers that i worked with that they were like the hitmen like they would they would get somebody in the sleeper hold and they would you know take somebody down to like calm them down and one night we got to have a conversation about these bouncers because you've told me some of the stories and experiences in this bar and we we gotta we gotta have further conversations yeah, there about was, that there, there was, there was <laughs> for sure stories. But but there was always like own show yeah. there, was, stories. there was always the uh, there was always like the the guys that would actually take people down, uh, like put them in a sleeper hold, and once they started to you know lose consciousness a little bit, you know, <laughs> um, there was another guy that would always come over and just make sure that guy was all right. Yeah, and and <clears throat> they would break it up and like just be like, all right, dude, you you got to go. You got to go. And that girl, right. that, that that dude, like, would always just be like, holy shit, I don't want to fuck with that guy anymore. Well, and that's the thing. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm right. leaving. Well, that's the thing. Like, with with three other people there, three other officers, yeah. none of them checked. None of them checked. And, 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 and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe there was a first responder, like a paramedic or something, in the crowd that they would not let touch the guy. That may or may not be true. I haven't heard that one. That was something that I have heard at some point was that somebody tried to get through and, you know, administer some sort of help or at least check his vitals, make sure that he was still alive and and that he wasn't allowed to do that. I don't know, but it it just... Right. It makes everything more infuriating. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I don't know if that's true or not. But even if that wasn't the case, the fact that the man said, I can't breathe, yeah. they're going to kill me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, that's that's like said, that's they, the hard they, part they, about it is that, that he literally they, said, I cannot breathe. And he was complaining yeah. about like stomach pains. And he was complaining about not being able to breathe. And he was telling people, just like, I think they're going to kill me. I think they are yeah. going to oh, kill me. Oh, he said, me. they're going to kill me. Yeah. They're going to kill yeah, yeah. And I think at one point he yeah, said, yeah, they're yeah. killing me. And what really struck my wife as, as hard was, I guess, and I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I couldn't watch all of it. He mm-hmm. got towards the end and apparently started calling out for his mother. And that right, yeah, I read that part too. breaks yeah. my fucking mm-hmm. heart. Like, Dude, that is, those that's... monsters... Yeah. A lot of people are angry right now. I, yeah. I think I think I'm I mean, pissed off. Black, white, I, we're all just fucking angry. And there's there's you couple that. This is what I was telling Matt before we before we brought you on. You couple that with the fact that everybody's been stuck in their house for right. months. There and it's it's like people are, people have been stuck in their house. People haven't been uh, receiving the proper uh, assistance to yep. continue to do these things. People yep. are being forced to work in dangerous conditions. Yep. And, you know, the governors, presidents, whoever, don't seem to really care. Yep. They're playing really fast and loose with this virus. Yeah, now this is, it's an election year. Like, yeah. it's <laughs> its a perfect storm. It's literally just a perfect storm for, for revolution and p- for people to get pissed off and yep. really, you know, want to create change like the day i made the post like i woke up i felt weird i don't even know how to describe it other than that i wrote the post 
at the, immediately felt catharsis and like relieved and like got a lot of support from people like chiming in and stuff. That's and how, then after that's that, how, I just felt incredibly fucking sad, man. That's I just, how I'm like, going to feel. For the rest of the day, like I was just down. Like I, I thought I'd be able to kind of ride that high yeah. feeling like I let something put out something in the universe and, you know, and I just felt down for the rest of the fucking day. But then yesterday, just seeing you know, how angry people were and like the riots and everything and just that it felt, it felt hopeful, you know, it felt like we were being heard. Like people were, you know, uh, feeling the anger, not just black people. And like, you know, it's, that's kind of where we are. It's weird. I won't say weird or scary or whatever, but like, it's like, yeah, no, man, like people actually rebelling, going out in the streets in the middle of a pandemic. Like that's inspiring, man. You know, I don't know. Well, and I th- it's been I believe, a very emotional week. I think I saw another uh, piece as well, another article that came across um, where they were saying that the medical examiner said that there was no mm-hmm. signs of strangulation or asphyxiation, but that um, George Floyd had a pre-existing heart condition coupled with mm-hmm. being restrained by the cops is what is what killed him. Hmm. That that sounds an awful lot like somebody's, you know, to me that's it, it feels like they're prepping to, you know, downplay some shit. Yeah, it sounds like bullshit. Yeah, well, and and always, you know, yeah. <laughs> right? They they're always going to downplay whatever. But yeah, that cuz at the end of the day that amount of force isn't necessary. Right. But with cops it's hard to argue that in court, you know, it's hard to argue against that because you've always got the, well, they, they're every day, they're in the line of fire and they're risking their lives and they never what's going to ha- know what's going to happen. And they, they're allowed so much leeway yeah. uh, in, in those instances. And it's like, well, they have so much going on and, you know, and they're allowed so much leeway, but be a fucking 16 year old black kid walking down the street with Skittles and Arizona tea. And it's like, well, it's his fault for looking menacing, yeah. being in the wrong neighborhood at the wrong time of night. You know, it's, I, I think that kind of idea, anecdotal idea, kind of really goes to the core of of how frustrating this is for us. Yeah. You know, because it's people will bend over backwards. Maybe, uh, the, maybe the cop to, is actually to support just jealous. These trained grown men, these trained in lethal force and non-lethal force grown men, <laughs> and this is their jobs. Yet. Uh, black men are supposed to be, you know, held to some other sort of standard of, well, they should have known better. They shouldn't have been doing this. And uh, that's that's one of the most frustrating parts about it every time this happens. I, I've heard you talk a lot about Trayvon. What, yeah. What did, that, what did that do for you? How did that affect you when that happened? Like, well, first, how old were you when that happened? Uh, I was, well, I'm, I'm older than Trayvon, so that was, what, 2012? So, Jeez, I would have been longer. 25-ish, okay. something like that. Um, yes, about 25. Um, yeah, I, yeah I, mentioned, I mentioned that on, uh, on the, the last interview. But, yeah, that's the, the reason why that sticks out to me the most is because uh, my ex and we probably only broke up like a year before he died and her family lived in, in, uh, Sanford, Florida, uh, white neighborhood, uh, gated community. 
very similar to the one that uh, Trayvon was murdered in. Right. And, you know, me the, being the insomniac, and I'd go out, and, you know, at night, take a walk around the ponds, have a yeah. smoke or whatever. And, you know, like, ever since I was a kid, ever since I was four years old, I was always given the talk by my parents, like, the cops are going to see you differently than your white friends. Teachers are going to see you differently than your white friends. It's like people are going to look at you a certain way if you're in a certain neighborhood. So, like, these are always things that have been on my mind and, yeah. you, know, on, you know, collective black people's minds for their whole lives. Um, so, you know, these are always things that we're thinking about. So there's just something about when the Trayvon thing happened, it just hit extremely yeah. close to home in that way, you know, um, so that I bring that one up a lot because it just they all hit home. Yeah. And they all, you know, have their own meaning. And but you could wherever see that. you are in your life when these things are happening. But you could, uh, but that, you that could see yourself. Always, you could see yourself in his so situation. He was sixteen, you know, like. And you could, you could, like so I say, yeah, you, that, could, you could see yourself right there in his shoes. Is what yeah, it sounds and it's, like to it's me. like you can you can see yourself in all of their shoes. Right? right, I can see myself in Sandra Bland's shoes. Sure, and you know, you know, Philando Castillo. Like I can see myself in all of their shoes, but just like the fact that. Like, we walked, you know, similar... You know, Stanford isn't a big town. Yeah. Like, we walked in a similar neighborhood in the same town, like, not really far apart, you know, in time. And it's just like, no, I... And, and while I was doing those walkings, I knew that I could always be that kid. And then Jeez. that kid happens. And, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's a really surreal thing when, uh, when it kind of hits in, in that certain way. But it's like, like I said... We could be any of them at any time. How do you how do you think this is going to affect the public moving forward? Like people people who see something like this happening, how do you how, do you think they're going to stand idly by? Because I'm well, not so I mean, sure. I, we're already seeing that um, happen in a way that it's like, it's like you said with, with everything that's been going on with COVID temperatures are already high and yeah. people, you know, are more time at home and more time to focus on these things. So I think what we've been seeing this week is we have been seeing some uh, certain, you know, change in the energy that people are putting towards this. And I'm seeing a lot more anger from a lot of people who aren't just black people. Yeah. So I think we're already in that. But um, just like with what does life after COVID look like, you know, mm -hmm. all these things are just kind of day to day and we'll see what that looks like in the future once we have you know that the context of time but i, I like the energy that's seemed different from the other ones there's right. less apathy i guess would be the quickest way to say that I, it I, feels so far so i'm happy it, about that it, it it and it also like i don't i i don't think anybody's really thinking of covid at this moment i think it's it, it almost feels like an afterthought right now when like mm. i think this is almost yeah, the first time in a while I haven't even thought about the coronavirus. I haven't even considered it. And yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's weird, you know. But here we are. I, yeah, it's definitely been the back burner thought this week compared to you know the past couple of months for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I could just see because you know I'm a, I I carry concealed. I've 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 had mm -hmm. my permit for for some years and. Um, I have often wondered what, what would I do? What should I do? Um, what if I'm in that situation where I see that happening now? Mm. Now I'm not, I mean, people, general public are, are not supposed to 
um, interfere in an arrest. It's it's illegal for us to do. But as a right, con- right. as a concealed carrier, I'm also allowed to to pull and discharge my firearm should I see somebody's life in jeopardy. Mm. I mean, how does that work? Like, yeah, that's a hell of a question. Right? That, like, I mean, you've got you've got two tools on you at that point. Yeah. Right? you've got your phone, you got your camera, and you got your gun. Yeah, you know, and like I guess it would kind of just come come down to who who else is around. Are you by yourself? Do you have anybody else to record while yeah. you grab your gun and you talk? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. And that's that's another thing too of like, I've never. Well, for, first of all, I'm not a gun person. Yeah. But secondly, just like as a black person thinking of confronting a cop in that kind of a situation, oh, it's a, oh, a whole yeah. other animal. Oh, of course. You know, like so I don't. I don't even. I don't even. I, I actually know have. How to to I actually have a friend of mine bottle. who is a. He's a black man, concealed carrier, mm-hmm. and fell asleep in his car. Um, mm-hmm. just you know, kicked kicked his seat back, took a took a little quick nap, but had mm-hmm. his gun in his lap, and somehow mm-hmm. somebody saw it, called the cops. He said he woke up surrounded by cops with guns drawn, oh. and. You know, he had no idea what was going on, but he had a gun in his lap, and he knew he had a gun in his lap. And all he could do wow. is he just like, he, he just eased up and let that thing slide out to the floorboards and geez. kept his yeah. hands up. But it, you know, luckily for in that situation, it was it was a big misunderstanding, and everybody went home, you know, without any problem. Um, but that's right. I, it, you know, I hate that. That's just not not the case man like it's just not yeah it's not the i don't know Cause, yeah because it could it could always go awry right yeah. like it's totally up to whoever the cop ha- the cops happen to be yep. whatever the, is there on their mind that day like it could be the difference between like this dude just went through a breakup yesterday and he's yeah. feeling extra jumpy you yeah. know it's just we're people are humans yeah and Anything can happen, yep. and it's just God, man. Well, <laughs> like that's you, the worst you thing. Never know. You never know what somebody's going through. That's, that's the worst that's, thing too. Is, as a as a as a cop, I mean, you know, you're right. They are human. They have bad days too, and it just sucks that you know on on their bad days, somebody can get fucking killed for no goddamn reason. That mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. frustrating. It's right. infuriating. And, yeah, and and not to discount, that could just be them on a regular. Sure. Too. Oh, hundred percent. Just be a bad day. hundred percent. Yeah. But um. But yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It, it's it's so much to have to process. It's, I mm. just I just hate that I hate that you got to live with it every day like that. You know. I mean. Yeah. I hate that anybody has to go through this and live their life that way. You know. Right. From one yeah. second to I mean, it's just it 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 it's insane to me. It's well, you, sad. you know what, Brandon? Me and Nick, we got your back. What's up? <laughs> Always. Are you guys gonna follow me around? Like, can I can I call you guys <laughs> when quarantine's over and I'm like just out? We'll be your... like in public. Can I like call you guys and just like hang out? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll be your entourage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like when you do a stand up. I'll be standing Thanks, right Johnny behind drama. you the entire time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I look. I look like Angry Luther. Do you remember uh, Angry Luther? He's he is a very intimidating bouncer. I will say that. So if you, if you got Matt following you around, you're going to be okay. 
<laughs> he's oh, that's nice. He's All a, right, I like he's, that. that. He's a cool. big intimidating <laughs> dude. I, I love having him around. Well, Not I, just because he's intimidating, especially once we start working out for uh, doing the Murph. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's what we're doing. We're uh, Brandon. You want to do the Murph with us? Have you heard about the Murph? That, the Murph. Oh, the Murph. Oh, the UF run thing is that it sounds like a thing i've heard before what is this tell them what the murph is matt uh the murph is uh it's it's like a workout uh thing that a lot of uh, uh crossfit gyms do um it was uh i, I think it wait was, are you uh, guys crossfit guys what's that? that are you are you in the crossfit cult are you a crossfit person i uh, i'm not in the crossfit cult necessarily <laughs> um uh courtney my girlfriend uh she she is and uh, okay. the Murph is like you you start out the day like you run a mile and then you have to do like a hundred sit ups, like two hundred push ups, like something crazy like that. And then three hundred squats. Three hundred squats. And then you run another mile. And then you run another mile. Three hundred oh. Wait, three hundred squats? Oh, wait, so, oh, squats. it's just like regular body squats, not like right. yeah, it, weight squats. Yeah, it's just stand okay, up. Right, it's just standing you, are, you are wearing yeah. a twenty pound weighted vest. Well, you don't have to, but okay. it's it's what the Murph. That's actually just the did. rule for the girls, Matt. Yeah. Well, the I ones mean. that the ones that got bigger, bigger must must well small. Well, they mind. call me a girl because I'm not wearing a fucking twenty pound vest to do it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> In a year, we're hoping to be, you know. Ready to go, like twenty pounds. Be damned! I, I want to look a lot sexier than you. That's that's well. That's that's, sure. that's going to be a stretch, though. Well, I, right, mean, so, right, let me I get already some, got let my me get ball trimmer. Details. So you guys, you, you're training for a year. Is we that... yes, we are spending the next year training for the Murph, um, one mile. I don't know how uh, uh, like adamant we are going to be about it. Oh, we're going to be adamant <laughs> about it. We, we we are actually bringing on a. Uh, a gym owner who's going to tell us all about the Murph because her gym uh, that Courtney goes to. Yeah, Burn Boot Camp. Put on the Murph this year, did the Murph mm-hmm. Challenge. So um, just a little bit of an idea what the Murph is. Mike Murphy, um, and forgive me, I'm leaving out his rank, but have you ever seen the movie Lone Survivor the market about Marcus Luttrell? Um, uh, no, that sounds familiar. You know, he went out. Desert, Afghanistan. Navy SEAL. Navy SEAL. And um, this was his Mike, workout every day. And, like, he would yes. go out and do this thing every single day. Mike Murphy ran out into a gully to get a radio signal so that the rest of his guys could get out, knowing that he was going to get shot to death when he ran out there. And mm. this is his workout. He got he shot did like every 36 day. times. And. They, they do it every Memorial Day, you know, as a tribute to to him. So, okay. Courtney did it. Matt's girlfriend. She came on the show. We talked about it, and we all agreed we're going to go ahead and give it a shot next year. So, so we're uh, we're we're definitely taking um, anybody who wants to jump on Team Porchville for next year's Murph Challenge. Uh, we're yeah, well, Godspeed to you guys. <laughs> you going to sit this one out? I, I want no parts of any of that. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with any of that. Well, <laughs> truth, truth, truth be told, you know, I'm going to be 40 here in a little over a month now. So me being 40 you are so old. is all about getting my ass in shape and, and you know, okay. um, trying to make it another 40, basically. So, gotcha. Um, this is this is sort of pushing me into doing it, and uh, my wife as well. So 
We'll see. We're pretty excited about it. We're gonna give it give it the old uh, college try, I suppose. Even though we didn't go to yeah, college. Yeah, that sounds like a nice like goal. Especially, yeah. you know, in a time like this there's not really much going on. Yeah. You kinda like have something you set for yourself in the future, there's a interesting meaning behind it. Yeah, I like yeah. I, I like the vibe of this. Don't want anything to do with it. Appreciate the effort and what you guys are doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, any any uh, any thoughts of any any new uh, cool comedians corner? Is is there anything coming up with that or? Yeah, well, there's um yeah we we still have that one episode that we haven't dropped yet, and I, um yeah. like I said our, our editor um has she never stopped working. She's always essential and in school at the same time. So I haven't been pestering her about right. getting that done. But um, but I know the guy who did the interview is probably like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but also the, uh, they are a very cool person. So um, I uh, hopefully soon here we'll we'll put it out. But it's just it's just like been one thing after another, yeah. kind of you know occupying the mind here. Yeah. So it's you know I haven't I haven't been too gung ho about necessarily trying to put anything out or necessarily trying to write anything. I really just been trying to. You know, kind of focus on myself and yeah. like my own like whatever trauma and different things that have happened in my life. Yeah. It's kind of where I've been trying to focus my energy during the past, the past couple of months, well, especially the last month or so. Yeah. Um, Do you find it hard like this, to this week happen and then my brain shuts down and goes in other directions? But. Do, you, do you find it hard to 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 write stuff to be funny in this environment? Um. Uh, well, uh, this environment, this week with this stuff happening, this particular week yeah. has, I haven't felt that funny, Yeah. but in, in general, in quarantine in general, that hasn't really been much of the problem. It's, it's really just been where I feel like putting my energies kind of a thing. But, um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't had too much of a problem feeling funny until this week. Yeah. I know one of the, one of the things that we, that we talked about last time was, what it's like to be you to be a young black man in 2020 mm. How, i'm 33 is that do i am i still you're, you're still a young black man young? hell yes <laughs> um you're very young matt's 33 i am 33 see young cool, he's, cool gonna, matt. he's gonna back me up on that um but how has that changed in the in the few weeks that we've talked like what is it has it has it changed you know like what is it like being being you right now in the midst of yeah i mean i guess i guess honestly like things haven't really changed much for me i mean i guess other than if we get into the like i think before we mentioned that i live with my grandmother and she has alzheimer's yeah um so really other like other than her because like that's a constantly changing disease and constantly progressing and you know, as, for as predictable as it is, sometimes it's surprising when certain, you know, new patterns emerge and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I, I give you, I give you so much credit for 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 doing that. I mean, oh uh, no, I don't want to. That's why I, 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 I know don't you don't about these things. But, I, but, I, but literally, I'm just answering your question. And I like and I just, and I know you don't. But, but the only reason I the only reason that I that I say that is because I I've 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 seen that disease. I've seen how it affects people. Yeah. So. You know, this yeah. is, it's not a, uh, it's not just the obligatory, like, hey man, great job, thanks for your service kind of thing. Legitimately, what you're doing, I, it's, 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 it's tough, and I, and I give you a lot of respect. It's, it's hard, for, yeah, you know, I, I do appreciate that. I mean, I really do, but, truly. um, 
But uh, but yeah, I don't know. She uh, she went to the neurologist like two weeks ago. My parents had me on the phone with the doctor because yeah. I didn't want to you know go in there or whatever. Um, so we were able to kind of talk about some things and like you know he he gave her some stuff to help with her sleep patterns and like like basically anxiety. I guess like that's a lot of what keeps people from like sleeping and like will really can bother certain people my grandma was already prone to ocd yeah um so they so when they get to a certain point of their alzheimer's they really try to focus on the anxiety yeah. and that has helped a lot so that it like just like once again just answering your question that's probably the biggest change from the last time i talked to you yeah. is that kind of uh she's mellowed down a little bit in that kind of aspect so that's been very very helpful and just for her because she's such a <laughs> first of all she doesn't believe she has alzheimer's yeah like i don't my family would probably not want me saying this on the podcast <laughs> but, but um when she first got like diagnosed they took her to the mayo clinic and um they're like all right all right miss dukes well do you have any more questions or anything uh, before you leave and she like turns around before she walks out the door grabs the doctor's hand and says I hear you say that I have Alzheimer's, but God didn't tell me I have Alzheimer's. And she just like turns around, <laughs> leaves. And like, she always tells the story like, and then I went home and I prayed and I woke up and if I have Alzheimer's, I don't know it. So, <laughs> 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 so she's fun. Um, yeah, but <laughs> it, that, uh, at least, yeah, at least so. she's keeping her head up, you know? That's, that's amazing. Right. <laughs> it's amazing that she can do that. You know, that's, uh, that's awesome. It's funny because my she my girl first of all she was like gorgeous like I've seen pictures of her though like basically headshots when she yeah. was growing up and we're flipping through like these books as a kid with her these photo books and being like yeah like I really you know I did some plays and like I really wanted to be an actress um, and she's like but you know my dad didn't want me doing that blah 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 and I remember being like ten years old being like yeah. <laughs> fucking parents we want to do shit they don't get it and then like now that like i do acting and now that i'm older i'm like oh no that was that was sexism that was she was a woman <laughs> and she had to, to stay home with the kids yeah and be a nurse or a teacher or some shit right <laughs> yep um but <laughs> but so it's so that's one of the things that i do cherish about the the experience because even if she's not like completely there and like completely the adult person that she used to be she's almost more childlike now yeah and and she's so animated. Yeah, it's it's kind of inspiring because it's like Alzheimer's is a it's it's uh it's a her, uh, heredity her, inherited thing. So yeah. it's like I could very well have that, but at least like maybe I'll still be funny. You know, <laughs> not, maybe that, not intentionally, but at least I'll be funny. Weird. Does that um, does that yeah. scare you at all? The idea that that you could. I mean. I, like I guess the, uh, no more than I guess no more than the idea that I could walk outside down the street right now and get shot by a cop. You yeah. know, kind of like it's kind of like a we can die any day of anything thing. Yeah. So I think until I get, you know, to a certain age where that's <laughs> if I get to a certain yeah. age where it seems like that's more of a you know a possibility to be assumed thing, then I would be scared of that. But I guess it's kind of the way I live my life right now. I'm not. There's more shit to be afraid of, Nick. You ain't <laughs> kidding, man. Point. You ain't kidding. I, it, I and the reason I ask is is uh, you know my wife she went, dealt with some some issues you know after her grandmother passed and uh, 
mm. you know, it, it scared her. I mean, it really did, and and mm. so I get it. But yeah. so on to bigger and better and happier subjects. You're going to be an uncle. Is this what I hear? Oh yeah, um, yeah. So you you know uh, our mutual friend Daniel Biddle. Um, yeah, he's Matt. Uh, where, Matt, where are you at? Been dating. I huh? I got Matt has been saying every time because we've 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 referenced the lost podcast a couple times and every time yeah. Matt Matt says you mean David Battle when we talk about David Battle Daniel yeah. David, I, I basically David have Battle. to like make myself not do that <laughs> <laughs> so I've been waiting because now here all this time you had it in perfect context it, you were it was lined up for you he's talking <laughs> about it he said our mutual friend you should have where was boom. David Battle. There you go. I mean, like we've been in like a like a serious conversation. Like, so I'm just like, uh, should I jump in? You, uh, you're the co-host. It's comic relief. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> um, like, when do I bring no, in David Battle? It's funny because like you don't say, you don't ever say your friend's like whole name. Right. It's like it's that friend where you just say their whole name. Actually, I'm one of those friends. Like Brandon Duke Screen. Like people just say that. <laughs> yeah. But um. But like I. So it's like I, I don't often have the opportunity to say somebody's entire name. So it's like the more most times in my life I've ever said his name, I said it wrong <laughs> for that for that fake interview. <laughs> so me having to say this now, I literally had to like you Daniel think about it. <laughs> it's his name. <laughs> um, but yeah, our mutual friend David. Uh, he he's been dating a. Phoenix Midnight, she's a local burlesque performer. Um, basically, she's been like a sister to me for the past couple of years. She's yeah. been in uh, most of our films at this point. Um, and I've been in two of her uh, uh, burlesque uh, performance acts awesome. over like the last year or so. Um, wait, so wait, yeah, she, wait, wait, uh, wait. Hold on a second. Did you say you've been in burlesque performances? <laughs> I've been in two of her acts before. Yeah, I've helped out. I am glad that didn't get just glossed over. Okay, we we got to see some footage of that. (laughs) Absolutely, I'm an entertainer, guys. Do shit, do shit. Sometimes I love it. It's like, 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 kind of like paint a picture for us. (laughs) Well, so, so what are you wearing? So you've got so so she's having. uh, They've got a they've got a little one coming here, and that, that by proxy makes you Uncle Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, I like I said, like she's very much like a sister to me, like legit, like found family type yeah. of situation. She's been there for me. I've been there for her. Um, we call each other brother and sister. Her her family is like African, like from Africa. Yeah. So like she, we do this thing sometimes. We're like sista, and like I like do my best at an African accent. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've gotten very close in there. They've been expecting and. Uh, like I knew this last time I talked to you guys. Yeah, but every, uh, everything that's been going on, we you know they they held it longer than they would have. Yeah, Biddle hasn't hit it very well though, because I I knew a couple weeks ago from little little hints he dropped here and there. So, so okay, I, I yeah, think yeah. If, if people were looking, yeah. they were they they should have been able to pick something up. I would think. God. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and it's uh, there's been a lot, you know, there's been a lot going on. Oh, yeah, the the yeah. this community uh, lost I'm, my so, recently, so there's been a lot, a lot going on in the in the community. But um, but yeah, they're both great friends of mine, and I'm not a, I don't want kids. Yeah. Like, but I'm I'm already an uncle, and I love the idea of being an uncle. Yeah. Um. So I am all about 
baby biddle like i'm <laughs> down for this kid it's, this kid's gonna be fucking hilarious oh i'm sure it's and it, probably overtly sexual but um <laughs> <laughs> it's that's it's in the genes man what are you gonna yeah. do but um but yeah uh, i think like, so many of us are very excited about this for several different reasons and it been doing everything we can to make sure they're ready and, and it gives people yeah, something exciting. else to think about in all of this you know just something else positive to focus on which is awesome right something nice out of this madness a little bit of a yeah a little bit of a sunshine hey have you seen that uh have you seen that john krasinski youtube thing the some some good news some uh, good news I, i've, seen, yeah, I've seen a bit here i'm a huge uh i've been always been a huge hamilton fan yeah so i made sure i saw the the hamilton episode with the oh. little girl um yeah man i fucking yeah, it, I'm, John Krasinski's been doing his thing with that show. I love cool. it, and I think it's I think it's great. Did you hear he sold it, and and people are busting his balls about selling it. It's like he wasn't going to do I didn't, this forever. I, I, I saw a thing where he said that it was his last episode or yeah. something. Well, he did his last episode. I think he yeah. sold it to like CBS or something. He's not going to host it. You know, they're going to turn it into a legit right. show. Which I think I think it was already a legit show. Well, I, th- I think it was already right. like very solid. I think it was a really good show, and I think that it, yes. it could continue. But they're going to turn the it, in, it They're going to turn it into a show, like like a produced yeah. in a studio. Right. Like they're going to they're going to kill it. Right? Oh, of course, of <laughs> course, they're going to fucking time. massacre it. Of course, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be terrible. Yeah, Jack Krasinski, like he 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 tore it up. With but that. I thought pe- I thought it was kind of ridiculous that people were giving him shit because you know I yeah mean, somebody came like calling. He did this thing out of the kind of, of the kindness of his heart to just yeah. do it, and, and he wasn't he no, wasn't going like, He wasn't going to keep doing it. So you might as well sell it and make a few million dollars. He just he just wanted right. to do it because yeah. it was fun. It exactly. was a, it was a fun thing for him to do while he was on. Quarantine. It was a fun thing to do. His kids were involved. His wife was involved. And somebody like, thought yeah, it'd be a good idea to buy it. And it was and it was fantastic. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sure he's going to do something positive with that money. Like, I'm he sure. doesn't need that money. You I'm know. Sure. Quiet place three probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, ne- I never even saw the first one. I the first I, one was good. I, I liked I, it. I, I don't. I don't watch I horror seen movies. The first one it was a solid movie. You don't. You don't. You don't watch horror movies at I, all. I do not watch horror movies. Why? Hey, Be- me either, man. Why? Hey, would, I'm not what? really a horror movie. Fan. Why? Why would I spend money on feeling dread and despair? You don't. And yeah. just, like, you don't find like, terrible. Yeah, I could. I could literally. I could walk around Hail <laughs> Plantation at midnight for free. <laughs> If I wanted to feel dread I knew like you were that, going that way. I don't need to pay for I knew it. you were going to take it there. I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling. I just didn't know which neighborhood it was, but Hail Plantation makes sense. It's like Those I'm, fuckers got horses out front. You know, it's kind of crazy back there. I don't know what's happening. So. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm a white guy, and I, I'm afraid to walk around Hail Plantation at that time. <laughs> Let me tell night. you, I got drunk and passed out in the field at Hail Plantation one time way back years ago. So. And you didn't get lynched. <laughs> never, never got stopped. Never, nothing. I was in my truck. It was dark when I when I when I fell asleep, and uh, I woke up and the truck was still running. And I was just sitting there, yeah. Brandon, how do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, um, um it, w- w- without answering the question directly, I'm just gonna say like, uh, Hail Plantation is generally my go-to white neighborhood <laughs> in Gainesville, just because it sounds the most racist. <laughs> like it. 
You know, <laughs> is it is it the rem- is it's the hail part on the front, right? Is it, that- no, it's a it's plantation. The hail part. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Nick. <laughs> but 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 I mean, but funny but funny thing, it's the same. It's the same thing. The Hale family owned the plantation. Yeah. I've, I've lived in Gainesville almost my entire life before I moved to college. Yeah. And I didn't realize until a few years ago that it wasn't just like a cute name. It's like, no, it's literally <laughs> the Hale family plantation. That's what the area was called. It, yeah, I had took, no idea. I was like, oh, no, I thought it was just like. You know how some neighborhoods are called like Deer Run, but you've never fucking seen a deer there? It's like, no, Hale Plantation <laughs> was a plantation. Yep. I live in Spring Forest. We have zero springs. No springs. No yeah, springs. Is there a forest there? Like five well, trees. Well, it is pretty woody. It, it's very, it, it is pretty woody. What the fuck? Woody? What did I say? It's it, pretty woody. It's, it's woody. <laughs> woodsy. Woodsy. Tree, woodsy, tree woodsy would have been the better word I should have no, chosen. No, we're going to go with woody. <laughs> no, woodsy's not the right word. I don't think. <laughs> this, is, this is forever known as the woody. <laughs> Oh. So now we're getting back to like our, the Lost podcast. The Lost, yeah, yeah. Testies, testies oh god, in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only I hadn't heard that a million times in my life. Because <laughs> I have. No, this is like you. You own it though, but then you it's own true. it when you do it. Yeah, way. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. It doesn't bother me none. <laughs> oh man. Oh, this is uh. But you know what this this has been this is fun because like I, man we got to have some laughter in all of this you know that's been the biggest yeah. reason why yeah, we keep doing doing episodes I mean, last week we had a fantastic episode we talked with our wives about uh, flashlights versus fleshlights that was their big point of contention there <laughs> that was really fun so you know I mean we're trying to we're trying to keep doing our thing and and keep it light but <laughs> it, all right wait I I have a question though so is it. Are, are, are flashlights fighting fleshlights? Are you guys each fucking a flashlight and a fleshlight and determining which is better? Like, what is, what's the criterion? Well, here? first I would say, I would let everybody know that they can listen to episode 32 to uh, to, to hear all that. Or I could, I guess I could just, I, I what it was was we were, we were talking about, somehow we got on the subject of fleshlights and, my wife thought we were talking about flashlights, so she didn't really understand it, and so we got into this long, yeah, drawn-out conversation about fucking flashlights. But like, like not even just like be, a regular flashlight. That's it was, it was like a level. mag light. It was like one of those like big ass mag lights. Yes, yeah, so she was she was obsessed with the fact that I had like a nine-inch mag light, and of course it's black. And I was like, oh, I right. guess the rumor's true. So. You know, and that's where it was going. And I have never stuck my ding ding in uh, a mag light before. Mm-hmm. But but probably a peanut butter sandwich or something. I'm guessing. Probably a peanut. Butter. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I've, I've whatever never... happened to apple pies? Hey, that was the '90s, wasn't it? Or was that Jesus? Was that Kiss the day? Was that the early 2000s? That was that was. Uh, no, it was like '99. I think the original was movie was like '99. Yeah. Those were those were legendary. When that yeah, shit hit, when that shit right. came out, wait, he really fucks a pie, dude. Spoiler I, alert, <laughs> he does, dude. I seriously <laughs> thought about it for a while, like, cause like my mom like made an apple pie one night, and Jesus. I'm I'm sitting there just like looking at this pie. I'm like, should I fuck it? Should I fuck it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should have. 
I didn't. Wait, but did you? Like, uh, no, I didn't. No. Here? I'm waiting. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was waiting to hear, like, yeah, I fucked it, and then I gave it to Carl. <laughs> oh, that would have been awesome. He, Matt has a brother, Carl, that, uh, I don't know, you don't see eye to eye. <laughs> that would have been so awesome. Feeding Carl my apple pie. <laughs> I, I would have baked it just for him. <laughs> Oh, that's a little more than not seeing eye to eye. I'm going to feed oh, my brother my dick pie <laughs> that I made for him. Hey, Carl, how was that apple pie? Was it a little little salty? Oh, and then it takes the weird turn. <laughs> when you start trying to talk all sultry, <laughs> man, that's when it just goes downhill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this is more of the content that you can expect on Nick Testes in the morning. <laughs> oh, you're so horny. <laughs> Uh, can I use that? Guys, can I use that for a lead-in? Radio show. I want to use that for a lead-in right there. Testies in the morning. <laughs> 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 That's right. I'm, I'm with it. Oh God. But yeah, it, like it's. I love talking. Like this is the second time we've talked. Never met you guys in person, so <laughs> I fucking love talking to you guys. We're gonna like, have fun not, when we finally. We're do not meet. talking a whole lot of. Not talking a whole lot of people these days. I have yeah. a whole lot of conversations, so it's it's good. Like I like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this has been a lot of fun. Um, you got anything you wanna you wanna um, tell us about any any anything coming up? Uh, websites to look at. I know uh, people can search "Cool Comedians Corner" and find David Battle episode under. Uh, yeah, Cool Comedians Corner. I think uh, okay's. Um, yep. I think uh, if you if you type in Erasable Ink. Yep. Or the Erasable Ink or Erasable Ink and Cinemadrome. I think some of our stuff will pop up. Yeah. Some of our like, you know, competition films will pop up. Um so yeah, I mean those are out, those are around. Other than that, I mean I look forward to that whenever we can uh, do this thing in person, yeah. you know, hopefully soon. Pretty yeah, soon here. For sure. Number three. I just yeah. I, I mean, with all with everything that's with everything that's going on, man, just like I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen from one day to the next. Just right, stay, yeah, stay safe. You know, for shits. Yeah, the one thing we have in common right now is uncertainty. Yeah, and I think that's that's the only thing that we are all sure of is that we're not sure of fucking anything. Yeah. I, so you guys keep doing your fucking show, man. Because we're gonna. Yeah, and I and I'm and I'm. <laughs> Thank you. One thing I'm sure of is that I think that together we're all gonna get through it. I think if we if we Come oh, together sure. that we're gonna be okay. You know, we lean on each other and uh Yeah. I think we're gonna start weeding out those fucking people because you know racism and all the shit that goes along with it, it people aren't just letting it slide anymore. People aren't just keeping their mouths shut as much anymore. That yeah. at least shows me some promise, you know. And uh Yeah. I yeah, the way these things ebb and flow, I, I, I never, you know, I try not to ever put too much faith in what I think can happen. Hopefully yeah. this happens and then people will be more like this. Yeah. All I can say is that, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people who seem to be pushing back, you know, black and white. I've seen a lot of people starting to be more vocal, not just black people. And that's that's the most inspiring thing right now. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy for that. I'm happy to be living in a town like Gainesville where there's a lot of more progressive people. Yeah. Um, you know, and people are, 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 you know, trying to be kind of loud about these things. So, yeah, you know, as, I think it's time. It's, it's, it's time it, to it's be loud. We have to live with this our entire lives, but uh, the, I, I feel more hopeful than I have in in some time. Just seeing the pushback this week, so well, we've got that uh, going for us. 
maybe maybe you know these you know nieces nephews that you got maybe they won't have to deal with it as much you know or or, or I mean we can hope I don't know maybe right. you, maybe yeah, by you can, us you can dealing with the this shit is, now you know yeah. down, you know the the next generation maybe the generations after that I mean we just gotta fucking persevere man. I yeah, really, yeah, really and I, it's it, it's all you can do. All you can do is push forward. Like I'm here in the house that my grandfather had built. Yeah, uh, my grandfather came from fucking nothing, man. Fucking Branford, Florida. That's amazing. Um, his uh, it, like, he basically he became man of the house at 13. Wow. Um, he he left, moved to Gainesville. Um, you know, worked as a cook. Um you know, finished up school, but by all accounts, he's, he was the only, he was like the first person from his town to graduate high school, like black or white or anything. Cause oh, they wow. like school went up to like 12 or 13 there. So it's like at that time, so it's like, you couldn't even finish. So it's like, he, you know, he became known to be this person and he, you know, he became a, a teacher and a principal and eventually assistant superintendent of schools was like a job that they like made up for him. It wasn't a thing at the time. Oh, wow. So like, so a, a lot of what uh, I think kind of keeps me going and what makes me persist and what makes me look at things the way that I do is just like coming from that. Um, and like how hard he fucking fought against all odds. And, you know, I'm not near the fucking man. He is a lot of my fucking mental issues and shit. He, he fucking did his thing. Um, Hey, but, but the reason why from that cloth. the reason why he left home at thirteen was because his father uh, was killed. Um, uh, growing up, the story I I thought I knew was that he was hit by a train, um, and that's how he died. After my grandfather died, it came out that his dad was uh, dead before he hit those train tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, apparently, he worked for a white man who was very handy, um, and he worked for a white guy. The guy trusted him like implicitly to the point that he gave him keys to his shop. We're talking about the thirties in Brantford, Florida. This white man gave a black man the keys to his shop. Apparently some people in the town didn't like that and they made him pay for it with his life. Um, so I, you know, I, I, I tried to be, when I'm talking to people, I try to be clear about, you know, the history of all these things and how things make us feel and try not to take things like, cause intergenerational trauma is real. And these are all things that we carry with us and take with us every day. So, the you know the, these are the reasons why I fight. These are the things that I keep in my mind. So, well, and was, I really was, appreciate uh, you guys. You know, giving me the opportunity to to talk about some stuff here today. What was what was his name? His name was John Duke Senior. Um, yeah, my John, uh, John Dukes is my <laughs> my family name. John Dukes. Yeah, so he's John Dukes Senior. My grandfather's John Dukes Junior. It's funny, my um, because there's a lynching memorial in Montgomery now, and my parents, my family had a friend who went there in like November, yeah. and they were like, "Huh, we found this name," and like one of the one of the names was John Dukes, wow. and the years add up pretty much exactly right. So we were before all this, we were talking about hopefully one day going out, and, you know, going going to see his name, seeing that museum there. Um, this is all information that we got about him the last several years and stuff, but, um, but yeah, yeah. John Duke singer. That's wild. That's a, that's a, uh, that's a hell of a lineage. Yeah. That's that's a lineage to be proud of. uh, The reason why there's a record of it is because the train people got involved. Like it involved the train. So the insurance people had to come from Jacksonville 
and like check it out. That's literally the only reason there's a record of it. I mean, these are these like countless people have these stories that they would never necessarily know, you mm. know, to be true. We're just lucky enough to know to you know have had you know records to know that this is a thing that actually happened. It's like my grandma, my grandfather never talked about this shit to any of us. Oh. You know, my, yeah. my he didn't even tell my uncle the train thing. He told me the train thing. Right. Um. You know that he was you know hit by a train, but uh, and later we you know put the pieces together some years back. But uh, yeah, it just makes you think of how many people, you know, have these stories that are just you know the lost. They're just lost to history. Yeah. Like I have a uh, I have a brother who um, was technically a stepbrother. Um, his grandfather. I mean, he had a conversation with his grandfather before his grandfather passed. And, like, his grandfather grew up in a rural town. Like, I don't think he ever really learned to read. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the case. Um, I don't want to lie on him. But anyways, like, he was talking to his grandpa one day, and he was just saying something about Emmett Till. And his grandpa was like, who? And he was like, you don't know who Emmett yeah. Till is? And he started describing the story. And he was like, oh, that's, you know, basically said that's, that was Tuesday. You know, that's, uh, nah. there's so many of those people. We, don't, we didn't remember the names. Um, that so puts, yeah, that puts shit into perspective, in a in a big yeah. way because I mean, everybody yeah. knows who the fuck Emmett Till is. You know, we, I was right. actually like that's, just having yeah. a conversation about him yesterday, I believe, with with one of the guys I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, it's, wow. a, it's a household name. Everybody knows that name. That is and, uh, that's yeah, profound. Yeah, it really really puts it in perspective. That's that is profound to to hear somebody say, "Oh, that was Tuesday." That is uh, yeah for such a. I mean that, that 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 that's like on on the level of like oh Kennedy yeah that was that was a Wednesday you know I mean that that, that was right, a right, major right, right. shift in uh, in in the history of our country man. that was a big big fucking deal that is insane to me yeah oh. yeah but just you know these these things happen every fucking day and we're living in the legacy of that like you said things are looking you know they start to look up people are taking more notice and you know there there's hope yeah there's hope. For all the despair and sadness I felt this week, I felt more hope than I felt about things. I think, in in a, in a while, so yeah. there's always the good with the bad, right? Yeah, and all we can do is just uh, just make sure the next generation is better than we are. That's all we can do, man. Yeah, Brennan, I have so one. I just have one question for you, and this is gonna like up, try to, Hopefully, this is gonna be a little bit more on the 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 lighter side of things. Um. Has there ever been a time like where you've been on stage and there's been somebody in the crowd that just makes you nervous? Like somebody like really popular that like that just like really makes it just like kind of be like, oh, my God, I have to be on point all night. Have you ever, have you no. ever had a moment like that? <laughs> I know. I've never been I, on like. I know not really. I haven't been on stage all that many times. That I guess I really feel like that, but no, I don't. I can't say that I have. I think I know where this is going. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, Matt. I'm, this, there's clearly a ramp up here. Go ahead. Matt. <laughs> no, I know there was no ramp up. Uh-huh. I, I just like I just I just thought like you know just like there's got to be like some point like I thought he was going to imply um, how I was when we were getting ready for the show. I thought that's where you were going with that. No, because no, I've no, been no. a fucking train wreck. For like an hour leading up to the show, I was calling my son on the phone, 
Um, yeah, he, I was he literally was just today. I yes. was I was checking mics and double checking and making sure all the connections <laughs> and everything were perfect. And I, I, I seriously a fucking basket case. I'm sitting here. Matt showed up. I had my hat in my hands and my hair, my head, my hand running through my hair. He's go. He's looking oh, at me, man. going, "What's wrong? What's the matter?" And I'm going, "I'm just fucking stressed. I want to make sure this works." And <laughs> I was seriously worried about this guy. Like, like lightning strikes oh, twice. Like, oh my you okay? god. <laughs> If I fuck this up, I'm coming over tomorrow. We're having breakfast, and we're going to record this together. <laughs> we're going to get oh, man, through it. Well, that's... I'm, 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 well, that's... I'm glad that that's you came you. on. I'm glad you uh, that you sat down and talked with us again. Uh, and oh, I've been pacing this entire time. I, oh, I'm well. a very nervous person. <laughs> we we got to do it again, and next time it's going to be on a lot higher note. It's, yes. it's not going to yes. be as negative. Hopefully, well, let's not, hopefully let's we, not say that. Yeah, <laughs> let's knock out like, some wood. I felt like we said something like that last time. Like, I don't, let's not. I have a wooden we'll table. We'll talk again, and hopefully we'll all be allowed to have the conversation. It'll be I, fine. Yes. We'll see. Exactly. Yeah, man. Let's do that. Um, Brandon, thank you again so much for coming on. Um, we'll be, uh, uh, guys, thanks for we'll be looking me, for the next Cool Comedians Corner or whatever else you got coming out. Just let us know, and we'll be happy to uh, share it, help get it out there to the world. And uh, Yeah, we'll see whatever whatever the next thing is. Yeah, and just just, just stay positive, man, and, and know that, uh, you know, we're, we're all, uh, we're all, you know, we're all here. We're all trying to come together, and we're all human beings, and yeah. we all love each other. Yeah. And Nick has yeah. a lot of guns. <laughs> Not a lot of guns. <laughs> I have enough guns well, to thank ensure you. Thank, our thank safety. Thank you, my future bodyguards. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brandon. We uh, we will talk to you soon, man. You take care of yourself. Hey. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's make it soon for real, man. I'm, for, I, I, I'm ready to see you guys in person. Let's do it. Absolutely, man. I'm ready to do that. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Take care. Yeah, take care. Thanks a lot. You too. Bye, man. Whew. That was uh, that was Brandon Duke's green. Yeah, very funny guy. I love I love talking to him. He's absolutely hysterical. The guy's very insightful, man. Like he just he's just smart. Yes, and I I love listening to him talk about about what's going on in the world you know i mean like him like being like a young black man like you know he uh, he has a different per- perspective he than, has a perspective that that we don't have we really i just we can't we can't wrap our head around it we really can't no you know no we i mean can't. we can we can we can we can try but it i, I really we, we can try to sympathize but i don't think we come anywhere close but we can't actually like we don't know like what he's actually going through. We don't know what, like, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's just a, such a weird time that we're going through right now. I guess I just, I just hope, I hope that cooler heads prevail. I hope that the people responsible for, for George Floyd's death are held accountable. I hope that they are, uh, I hope the prosecutor to the fullest extent of the law. Um, well, he was arrested. Like the cop that did kill him, yeah, was arrested. Yeah, but there's a lot more people like higher up that should have been. Well, there's there's, there's there's at least three other cops we know that were that were there on scene on site that that have got some explaining to do, and 
like you were talking about the you know the guy who smashed up the auto zone go look it up the guy's a fucking cop and that guy needs to go to jail too because as far as i'm concerned he's out there inciting violence inciting inciting riots and and he is just as responsible for everything that's fucking happened as anything as anybody else out there yeah that dude needs to go to jail yeah for good uh, there's just there's just not enough room in the world for for these fucking just stupidity for this and bullshit hatred. anymore it, it, it's just it's it's fucking stupid it, yeah. it, it's so stupid i mean like like we 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 try to get into this like point in the world like where everybody like gets along and like everybody like you know like supports our economy and everything like that and then like stupid shit like this happens and it's it's just garbage like it, it's absolute garbage it makes everybody look bad that's fucking stupid I mean, the the fact that... I don't even want to get back into it. You know what? Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Porchville Podcast. Go check us out, porchvillepod.com. I want to give a big, big, big thank you again to Brandon Dukes Green for joining us on podcast tonight. Um, and thank you to all the Porchvillians. Thank you, all the Porchvillians, for, for listening, for, for downloading. Share it. Tell your friends. Um... If you want to help us out, the best thing you can do for us is when you see us posting, just share those posts and help us get the word out there. Help us spread the word and uh, just love each other, man. Be, be good to each other. Everybody and, uh, love everybody. And just uh, be good. We love you. See you next time. <laughs>